Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. This is another wonderful documentary. It's called Man in the Camo Jacket. It's the story of iconic musician Mike Peters, uh, best known as the leader the, of the rock band The Alarm. The film traces his rise to fame, battles with cancer, and his inspiring climb back as he insists, as he enlists some of the world's top musicians to help save the lives of cancer patients around the globe. And there's a lot more to this film uh, than just that, but that's, that's a lot. But we want to get right to this because we want to talk to the director of The Man in the Camo Jack, and that would be Russ Kendall. Russ, welcome to film school. Hi, Mike. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Uh, I remember. I'm I'm a new wave guy. I remember uh, the alarm. I remember all of that. Uh, And uh, I was... I had that album. I had the alarm album, the big, I, the one that, yeah, the, and, uh, it's, it's just such a wonderful, it's wonderful to see, uh, a, a Mike, uh, you know, in, in he, I didn't realize just how sort of high energy he was. I mean, you could tell from the performances, uh, but boy, yeah. is he a, is he a house on fire? But tell me a little bit about how you came to know Mike and then the decision to sure. kind of move forward with the documentary about him and his life. Yeah. Uh, five years ago, I was um, uh, directing a television series called The Song That Changed My Life and uh, did an episode, a little half-hour episode with Mike and, and talking about his influences and a uh, song that changed his life. And so spent uh, about a week in North Wales with Mike and, and his family and Jules. And uh, while I was there, you know, I was, I was a fan of the alarm. I knew the music. And, you know, but as I, I got to know Mike that week and learn more about Love, Hope, Strength and, and his cancer battle, I was like, Mike, this is more than a, you know, a 30-minute television show. We need, a, we need to do a full full-length documentary on your life there's so much more here <laughs> yeah. and uh that was the that was the start yeah and how how was he wouldn't you approach them about doing a full-length i mean really kind of an oh uh, he, yeah he was he was all in i mean mike is uh he's got so much going on and, and never shies away from opportunities to to, to share his story to um, you know, get out there and, and make a difference. And like you said at the beginning, I mean, he's he's nonstop. Yeah. His energy is is off the charts, and especially for somebody that's you know living with cancer, um, he doesn't let it you know control his life. Um, he's out there gigging. He's recording records. He's climbing mountains. He's he's touring. He's on the warp bands uh, bands warp tour right now, and it, he's just a uh, pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, well, let's let's back up a little bit. Let's kind of run through the, sort of the backstory on yeah. Mike Peters. Eighties. Uh, what I'm trying to think of the kind of the year of the of the the alarm coming to America. Anyway, would it have been eighty. Yeah, they they came in uh, in eighty three uh, with okay. U two on the war tour. Right. And so pretty pretty seminal tour. Yeah, uh, and um, that's you know when they when they broke and. Um, uh, with the with the stand with uh, sixty eight guns, and um, they, they had their first MTV appearance with uh, with the stand um, in studio music video shoot. Uh, pretty, we we feature quite a lot of that in the film. Man in the camel jacket, where Mike spray painting the uh, now infamous Poppy 
uh, flower on on the on the wall. Yeah. And so yeah, eighty three is kind of when the, you know the alarm came to America and um, really made their mark. They were they were among the, that sort of wave of fans. Um, they were big. They were uh, they were you know one of the shining lights of that time. I know. Obviously, YouTube sort of eclipsed everybody in that regard, but coming out of that yeah. that era, but uh, they had they had a lot of energy. They, they're I would call their music. I mean, it was rock. New uh, new way was the word that was thrown around a lot, but it was kind of anthem ish, if you will. Is that is that fair? It, certainly, certainly anthem ish, and uh, you know, with substance. I mean, there were bands that were saying something then. You know. Uh, like you too, simple minds, big country. Um, you know, they came over here and, and they, they were uh, they had something to say. They were kind of a rallying uh, cry, and I think spoke to a lot of uh, you know young teenagers here in this in America. Um, yeah, with with their message, so to speak. Now, from there, and again, feel free. I don't want to give away a lot of the film. Yeah. I want people to go see uh, a man, the man in a camo. Uh, jacket, but as often happens, bands sort of fracture over time. People become disinterested and or want to do their own musical things. So, so as things kind of talk us a little through that part of his his story and, and how it impacted him moving forward. Yeah, um, you know, the alarm had uh, you know saw some pretty great chart success, and uh, you know, here in the states and in the UK and uh, you know globally. Through the 80s, uh, some, you know, with Rain in the Summertime and Strength and a number of, you yeah. know, uh, hit singles and, and wonderful records. And but they're touring, they're you're on the road, they're recording one thing after another. And, you know, there's a number of things that, that you know, pressures on a band, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and it, it eventually did start, you know, making cracks within the uh, the core of the, of the band between Mike and the other guys and different ideas of where the band should go. Uh, Different influences, pressures from labels, and um, it, it did. It started fracturing them into into uh, you know fractions within the group. And um, um, by 1990, uh, 91, they had uh, kind of reached the reached the end where something had to had to change. And um, Mike took it upon himself to, to make that uh, make that step. And uh, Mike is you know one that will. Always, uh, you know, make stuff happen. He won't, you know, be acted upon. He's gonna, you know, move things forward. And you know, you're with him or, or you're not. But you know, he's gonna keep things going. And so, yeah. like I said, not to give too much away. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to <laughs> either. But yeah, no, but and, yeah. and there's a couple of people that really jump out at you. I mean, in addition to all of the, you know, the wide variety of people who uh, we all know uh, from from other things, mm-hmm. um, the, the list of sort of support musicians here. Uh, is pretty remarkable. It's a great line. It's just for that, for a lot of reasons to see the film, but a, a lot of it's just to see kind of uh, from that era. I mean, people from the Stray Cats, yeah. from, from, uh, uh, oh, Tempted. I'm just blind. Uh, Glenn Kill. Yeah, Squeeze. Squeeze. Thank you. I mean, there's yeah. a whole slew yeah. of people involved who obviously felt very close and very, very attached to, to Mike and for a lot of reasons, his passion and, and, and that such. Uh, was that was that a revelation to, for you as a filmmaker to see that you had kind of a, a beautiful array of talent of uh, talented musicians to draw upon in telling a story? Tell me a little bit about how that happened. Sure. Um, well, remember the the 
musicians uh, featured in the movie are contemporaries of Mike. Right. Um, you know, Slim Jim Phantom, uh, uh, Billy Bragg, Mike, uh, Billy Duffy, um, Dave Wakeling from uh, English Beat, and you know those individuals that, that lived through the same time period, experienced the you know similar things with their bands and um, are friends with Mike. And so it was important for us um, to have people that could speak to Mike at different uh, stages of his life, early in his career, rise of the alarm, breakup of the band, Mike's cancer battles, uh, you know, those that have supported him with his efforts with his cancer charity. And, right. and so it was great to have, uh, like, Cy Kernan and, uh, from The Fix. And these guys, you know, speak from a pretty wide vantage point of, of Mike and the type of individual he is, um, not just as a musician, but as a, as a father, as a husband. And, um, uh, and so that was wonderful, you know, to have individuals that were so willing to speak about him. And then, you know, you get a Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. That was the biggest revelation for me, to come across uh, uh, Billy Corgan, who was influenced by Mike as a young teenager himself. Mm-hmm. He saw the alarm uh, on MTV, the spiky hair, the, you know, the ringing guitars, and the, like you said, the anthemic songs. He's like, that's the real deal. That speaks to me. And, you know, so to get, you know, Billy Corgan speaking to that effect of how Mike and Mike, you know, Mike's influence on him, yeah. um, that was wonderful as a filmmaker to, uh, to have that. By the way, we're speaking with uh, the director of the film, the man or man in the camo jacket, that's Russ Kendall, uh, as well as the film itself uh, is, is opening. It'll be available on VOD. Actually, it's already available on VOD and iTunes, as, yes. as I have it in on front of me. iTunes, Amazon. Okay. A- and now, is it opening theatrically? I thought it was opening... Um... We're, we're doing screenings across the country. Okay. Um, we had one uh, two evenings ago in, in New York City, another one in... Um, uh, D.C. on the 17th. We'll be in L.A. at the, the Grammy Museum on August 3rd. Okay. Um, you know, so as Mike is touring with the, the Warp Tour and also uh, the, the Alarm Tour this summer, we're setting up, uh, you know, screenings in, in specific cities where, where he will be and uh, using these as opportunities to uh, uh, bring awareness to the Love Hope Strength Foundation, which is a cancer charity that, that Mike co-founded. Right. And, um yeah, share some share a great story and some great music. You can find out about this at Man in the Camo C A M O Camo Jacket dot com to find out more about That's this right. kind of stuff. And it is a testament to Mike that he has taken this very very difficult situation of dealing with multiple um, bouts of cancer, dealing with that, and mm-hmm. uh, just an indomitable spirit that he brings to it, and um, yeah. and you know turning it into something positive. And there's there's some stuff in the film again see the film but his ability to talk people into doing things is uh, i think uh, <laughs> one of the strengths of of his uh, him as a person uh, including an amazing trek to the himalayas i'll leave it there unless you want to explain more and then uh, and then recording in the studio for the was it the longest song <laughs> or whatever yes. are, all all in the name of charity all in the name of promoting a very positive forward thinking about uh, and 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 helping people around the world in dealing with this mm-hmm. scourge of cancer so uh in addition to finding out about mike as a musician you find out about him as a family man a person who cares about mm-hmm. his kids and his wife and uh and then of course 
you can see it reflected in the friends, the people who who are gravitate to him in in what he does. It's a it's a beautiful it's just a beautiful document to him. Uh, it, the film is very well done. Um, so uh, con- yeah, congratulations! Really, it just in terms of get- now there is one thing, and I don't know if this is a I don't mean yeah. I don't mean mean this to to be negative, but yeah. m- but in the film. Mike mm-hmm. is not the most self-reflective person, and I and I and as I was watching, I'm kind of waiting for some, you know, maybe a, a moments where, you, but that's not him. I, I by the time I got to the end of the film, I thought, well, no, he's just he's just kind of he's in drive all the time. So he, it's not a film. I mean, and I don't, again, I don't hope this doesn't sound negative. I just mean it. The film yeah. captures his him his essence in a, a lot of ways. Because he just keeps moving forward. Is, is, is am I being unfair? Yeah. No, you know, Mike, uh, and he says it in the film. He says he he doesn't get too excited in the highs, and he doesn't get too down on the lows. Right. Um, and you know, a close associate of his, uh, Andy, who's his tour manager, also says in the film that you know Mike rarely lets his guard down. Yeah. You know, he he could be having a horrible day, a reaction to his his chemotherapy, but. He has his game face on. Uh, you know, as Mike says, the show must go on, and he'll continue going. You know, and, and um, so there, there are, there are, you know, certainly, uh, you know, a number of moments in the film where you do see the guard come down, but oh, it's yeah. not for long. Yeah, you know, he uh, he does. He keeps moving forward, and you know, as, as the long song says, he's marching on, and yeah. um, uh, just keeps going. You well, know, and, and says, you know, if if I slow down. You know, I'm not going to slow down. I'm not going to let cancer catch me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, he the, is. He's, yeah, he's just uh, yeah, he's moving he, forward. Yeah, and and in the film, I mean, he talks about uh, and the, the people around him, the musicians in the film, talk about how he, he's one of those people where the the songs he sang, he really embodies. He really lives that way. Uh, as and that goes back to the early days as a musician. That he's mm-hmm. that guy. And I don't again it. it the film is him, and you know it's not. Yeah. You're not. You're getting a you know a, a glossed over version of him, uh, but it, it's it's really involving and engaging to see that uh, that he is that he is who he is. I mean, we need more people like him to yeah. be honest with you. So. So right. yeah, well, well, congratulations again. I just sort of we're kind of Thank out you. of time here, uh, Russ. But the, again, the film is the man. I keep wanting to put a thought from it. Man in the Camo Jacket, and you can find out more about yep. it at that same manincamojacket dot com. And uh, it is on iTunes, and you mentioned it's on a number of different platforms. It's on Am- yeah, it's on Amazon and, uh, and VOD. And yeah, you can go to our Facebook page or meninthecameljacket.com. Follow us on, on Twitter and, and Instagram as we, you know, continue setting up screenings. And, and uh, you know, we'll continue rolling this out, okay. uh, you know, across the country. And then when Mike and the alarm go to Europe this fall, back to, uh, you know, the U.K., we'll, you know, release it further there. Right. And uh, just just keep growing it and continue to get the message out. Well, keep up the good work. Uh, c- continued success you. with you as a filmmaker as well. Um, and wonderful film. And uh, congrats on, on, on this. And come back. Come back again when you get a chance. Uh, Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Again, Russ Kendall, the director of the film Man in Camo in the Camo Jacket. Thank you. Thank you again. Take care. All righty. All righty. Okay, bye-bye.
You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.